All right, howlers, let's get howling. But first, a couple quick warnings. First warning, this podcast contains adult content. Don't be a pixie. Second warning, this podcast contains spoilers for the entire Red Rising saga. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Etsy. Email us, howlerpod at gmail.com. Visit us at howlerpod.com and rate and review us five stars only. If you don't give us five stars only, then we will punch your lover unconscious and kidnap you and ask you questions. (laughs) (laughs) Until you give us five stars? Yes. Perfect. (laughs) Just like over and over again, right? (laughs) Repeatedly. And now, Howler Pot. Howlers, welcome to HowlerPod, your podcast for all things Red Rising, where every episode we dive deep to break down, celebrate, and discuss all aspects of the fantastic Red Rising saga by Howler number one, Pierce Brown. Ow, ow! I am your host, Ben Reinert. I am joined today, as always, by the amazing Aaron Ayers. Hello, Howlers. And we've got a special guest on the pod today. Very special guest. Introducing... Logan Sandoval, a.k.a. Zeph Hawaiian. Welcome. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you for having me back. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to get down on the draft, and I'm excited to uh, make sure everyone knows how great Lysander is. <laughs> somewhere yes. or another, even though we're only in the third book. So what? Logan is a um, Red Rising fan fanatic he's been yeah, on all you, the you podcasts you can say it he's a fantastic chef thank you and uh based out of california go eat his meats Zeph not in a sexual way. <laughs> <laughs> that was great yes. just did um, you know the actual meats that he smokes Barbecue meats. Um, the the photos of the food that I've seen make me <laughs> drool, so I'm excited to try some soon. One day, Howlercon 2025. I'm telling you, yes. <laughs> get our boy Pierce. You guys are fucking Howler number two and three. Let's fucking get it going. Let's do it. We'll try our best. You can find Logan at Zeph underscore Hawaiian on Instagram. Of course, the man behind Zeph Barbecue. But your name is Logan. That it is. For now, a lot of people call me Zeph now. Yeah, Weird. Ben wrote the... Zeph on your your uh, your card here that we're gonna pull. It's become like its own entity. I should That's not. Awesome, it's a cool name. They're both you're, cool. Yeah, names. you're you're the embodiment of Zeph. I feel like that's um basically like my holler name now. Yeah, because even in, like on the discords and stuff, I'm like oh well, we gotta find. I'm like nah, just it's just Zeph. It's all capital. Make sure it's yeah. all kept. Make yes. sure it's all capital. like like a telemonis. Like a telemonis. Not like a telemonis. Same jeans, but he who speaks in all caps. <laughs> no, sorry, me. Okay, let's do it. Logan is joining us today for the Morning Star book draft. Morning Star is a great book. It's definitely my one of my favorites. I feel like I would put it like Dark Age and then 
man, I feel like everyone uses Golden Sun as kind of like a cop out. And so like, that's why I chose Morningstar. So I was like, let's get weird. Let's get a little out there. <laughs> hey, I, I will say that over the summer, I listened to all the books on audiobook for the first time. And oh, you finally did it. Yeah. It was hey! fucking awesome. Come to the night. <laughs> <laughs> and Morningstar was probably my favorite of those re listens. Yeah. Other than Dark like, Age. Yeah. I mean, Dark Age is like that motherfucker. <laughs> It's on a different mm, level. Just kiss. Creme <laughs> de la creme of the creme of the creme. Like, Morning yeah. Star is great because guess what? We get a happy ending. No dead babies. <laughs> Was it happy though? There's a lot of people that died in Morning Star. <laughs> the One ending. Of my favorite the ending. <laughs> oh, on gotcha, the beach. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The happy ending. All oh, right. We gotta go back okay. to the ending. Morning Star, of course, came out in 2016. Where were you in 2016, Logan? Man, in 2016, I was in Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, wow. Louisville. Yeah, Louisville. You got to say, like, yeah, marbles. I was <laughs> working and making sure I didn't get pinned down by the law because I felt like the state at the time. It's like a true story. <laughs> you want to know the details? Nice. College boy, slide the DMs. I give you a full. I'll see you later. Damn. I like that. You're a barbecue master and an outlaw? AK1. can you tell us about your first experience reading morningstar so i was i was definitely one of the lucky few when i started reading the series as a whole morningstar had had like just come out and after my daughter was born we were living in kentucky we're living in a really like shitty old apartment in downtown louisville and every night i would come home from work I'd sit out on the back porch and I would basically just like kind of have like my like zone out time where just I would just like I would and I read all these books on my phone at the time, which was which is kind of wild <laughs> um, on the Kindle app. And so I had just gone through all of them sitting on my back porch and I was fortunate enough to be able to go from Red Rising to Golden Sun and straight into Morningstar. And my daughter had just been born. So these books were a lot more impactful then they kind of should have been, especially after you learn about Daryl's kid and like, you know, EO and stuff. It was, mm-hmm. it was definitely a, a different time of my life. And that's why I feel like I, and I think we talked about this in the last podcast too, where it's just like that time I absorbed these so much differently than I would have like, if it had been right now or if it had been in high school or anything, but like these books really like stuck with me. And I always was a, a big like perpetual person about like, Golden Sun's the best book. The gal is the best chapter. And it's fucking like, because it's like everyone else. Yeah. But like, as you read them more and as you listen to them more, you kind of expand your world and you kind of look at them a little bit differently. And I mean, Morningstar is a, it's almost like a, it's like a letter to like the downcast and like the, the people trying to like pick themselves back up. Right. Cause it's like, you've been through, even like when Nero used to talk about like how civilizations go through, all different phases and they end up in like decadence, right? Where like right. at the height of Golden Sun, like Dara was in decadence. Like Dara was like living not only like the he was living the life, but he was also living the fucking life. You know, he had Mustang on the hook. He had, you know, he had just taken Mars. Like this man was yeah. like the fucking like the man. And then he got put in a fucking box. And this is where we are. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. But that's why I like I'm a I'm a big fan of Morningstar. Yeah, and for Pierce to be able to deliver on the third book of a trilogy, like that is 
difficult to do. Yeah. That's what I'm Yeah, saying. a yeah. lot of series have been ruined <laughs> yes. in the last book. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the draft. I'm going to just re- run through the rules real quick uh, for anybody that hasn't listened yet. Um, on me. What we're going to do is we're going to draft seven rounds. We've got seven uh, categories here. The categories are comedy, action, so these are moments that we're going to be drafting. So we're going to be b- drafting the best comedy moments, best action sequence, best drama, dramatic moment, uh, best twist, most impactful death, and then our wild card category, which can be anything in the book at all. And then our seventh category is our special guest category. And Zeph has decided that that category is going to be most cinematic scene in our round we'll go round by round we're going to determine the order here in just a second we can draft in any of those categories any moment from morningstar that fits in that uh, category and then no overlap so you can't draft a moment twice and then when we're done we'll go back through everything and then whoever has the best set of moments decided on by the howlers themselves will be the winner of the draft is it is it just gonna be instagram yes Okay. Yes. okay so you okay, can okay, log okay. on to our Instagram. We'll have a poll there where people can choose the winner. Yes. Okay. It'll be me. Don't worry, Logan. <laughs> hey, <laughs> okay. So we're going to determine the order. This is very scientific. We've got three pieces of paper with all our names on it. Aaron, choose the first name. I'll be Vanna White. It's Aaron. <laughs> did you see that through the? No. <laughs> yeah, she did. She was the mind Next eye. Step, we got Logan. Okay. Hey. That makes I me wonder. Better. I wonder who's left. I don't think we need to pick that last one. Okay, so we'll commence the draft. The draft will go snake style. So in the first round, it will be. Aaron, Logan, Ben, and then next round we'll start with me and we'll go backwards from there, switching each round. So you're always in the middle, Logan. You're always in the middle. Jack in the middle with you. (laughs) All right. So ding ding ding. Aaron with the first pick. Go ahead. You didn't bring a cowbell? Sound effects. I do have a cowbell. (laughs) Of course I do. Okay, I'm gonna start with uh, drama drama. And I'm going to go with Severo hangs himself mm. to save Cassius. Love this. Best really? dramatic moment in the book. Um, I'm going to say that because huh. it's, it's a scene that um, when I recently did a reread brought tears to my eyes. Wow. Cause it's, you really see Severo, um, like step out of Darrow's shadow and take control of the situation. And it's like this massive moment of forgiveness to Cassius. And he's like, what do we do to murderers? <laughs> and then he backflips. So fucking amazing. Um, and it just really shows that Severo has the biggest heart, even though he's the nastiest of the howlers. Yeah. I love what you touched on there about his growth, because the beginning of this book is all about how, Darrow is overshadowing Severo and they do have that bro fight where they kind of work it out but then this is really Severo like stepping into his own yes yeah I like that all right Logan you're up second pick you can pick any category any category I'm I'm going with most cinematic scenes 
Okay. Oh yeah, your own category. I know, right? Because I kind of I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I set this shit up hard. I'm gonna go with um the Battle of Ilium. Well, hell yeah, brother. Mm. As, and, and like when I say like Battle of Ilium, I mean as like as like a whole, right? Right. right. And and it's up to the point where they get on the bridge. So like when I kind of put these things together, like the Battle of Ilium is literally everything from this like the scene where Mustang and Cavix and Daxo they're all still doing their gold pre-war put together and oh, talking yeah. about like the whites like, and talk yeah and talk about like how how much of a scene that would be right and you talk about like walking down you know the metal grating and the clumps and there's like everything's quiet and it just and builds it. <laughs> When yeah, and Darrow calls everybody. It's like yeah, yes. and, then, and then it's just like juxtaposition where it's like that, and on top of that too, like you also see like the raws, right? Where yeah. they're still doing the same thing, and in that one paragraph that talks about how they all hold hands and it be, creates like a chain of like family, and then future on, like you know, like he loses his son, he loses Ilium, he he basically loses the battle without losing the battle, mm-hmm. and so that scene sets up so much in the future. I just think that's a really good, like, that build up, and then you have like the um, the obsidians in the halls, and just like that whole fight where right. the whole you know, the, all the one, fighting, yeah, and, the, and and I am a sucker for fucking like hallway fighting. <laughs> you know, talk about Daredevil, talk about like Spider Man stuff, like you know, oh, those it's awesome. Of, that, that, like, like holiday long, shooting around the corners. Fuck yeah, and I would like to see that shot as like one long shot. Of like right. Darrow, Steffi, and oh, like the Vitra. camera bouncing around. I'm just like walking that. I mean, you could dial it down to maybe like three minutes yeah. and just follow them through and just like, and it's like that. And like Darrow talks about like the pulled muscles, the, the smell of oil and gloves, like the heavy breathing. So you could have those small moments and you could, you could see it in a, in, in a dark cinema of just like him breathing in the corner of just like injecting stems and like his, his, uh, his pulse armor, like, talking to him and telling him how much ammo he has left, how much, how much pulse he has left, his, his, uh, Aegeus, just like shit like that, where I'm just yeah. like, this is like fucking <laughs> like, like what my dreams are made of. <laughs> yeah. Um, that that whole battle is like why Morningstar is one of my favorite yeah. books. So, but that's yeah. why I put it on there where like I separate it from Rope, Rope's death because yeah. I, I feel like Rope's death is a whole nother scene perpetuated yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. you know but i do you, like you like can't Aaron choose said, it because someone might choose it before you <laughs> i can show my goddamn cards and shit <laughs> you're you're pulling pens out of like that's every a bit, that's a major action sequence off yeah, the board yeah. too okay do you see Lord so pull... pulled pens out of his beard and his, <laughs> and his bun <laughs> no, i just get excited about talking about it right now. <laughs> i don't really want to talk to him about it Hmm, that's okay. a great scene all right ben Dude, I, i'm picking back to back here right 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 okay so i'm gonna take twist first and i'm gonna take the big one. Oh wow <laughs> shocker <laughs> severo's not dead big twist yeah I mean, no all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> mainly because it's my man's best moment when he turns back to the good side. 
and everybody hates him. Oh, that's right. I forgot well, you were Ka- a fucking Humber. I forgot you were a fucking This isn't about Severo. This is about Cassius. This is not about Severo. This is about Cassius. <laughs> it's all about Cassius, Aaron. God, this, this book isn't even about Darrow. So, I mean, when he comes back, that was like, that was a very triumphant moment for me personally. And so... Personally? Uh, that's why I'm taking it with my first pick. <laughs> what about Severo, though, shitting himself and having a heart attack? Also, there's a lot of great comedy in that moment. Yeah, Severo coming back to life, uh, him screaming, fuck, him saying, Daryl, you don't have a hand. Hilarious. Him, where's like, your fucking hand? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. One of that, my that favorite parts, though, is him teasing Aja right before she's going to die. You're like, going to die. She fucking deserves that so I'm gonna, much. I'm going to kill you in your fucking face. <laughs> because and you I'm know. just like, let's stick it to Aja. That's a great, great, great moment. Because um, you know he's just like fucking like high as a cop. Like he, yeah. he is like on like, dude, he's like on cocaine times like fucking ecstasy times like speed i don't think i've ever done any of those but it's like i can see it a great time (laughs) Ah, okay time time. i need a snake bite yeah right Uh, fuck dude if snake bite was a thing i'd be like i'm here for that (laughs) okay so that's my twist okay my next category is going to be a drama drama and you know, I'm really torn here because I do want the speech on Phobos, but... But you're a Cassius Humper? But as we've already established, I am a Cassius Humper. <laughs> That's the new so... term. <laughs> By the way... Hashtag. Look... Hashtag. Cassius Logan Humper. said it first. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. Heard it here first. Yes. Ben is a Cassius Humper. <laughs> so the moment I'm picking is Darrow and Cassius drinking whiskey together because I mean this is you also yeah, like whiskey. No. This is the moment yeah. for me. Like I love this moment. They're watching old tapes together. Like this is just they became friends again. Nostalgia. It's it's actually the point where Cassius turns really. It turns back. Uh, we don't know that yet as the reader, but in his mind, oh when he sees the hollow. Yeah. Of his family getting murdered. Right. How sweet. And so this slaughtered. You mispronounced slaughtered. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. You mispronounced fucking slaughtered. And it is one of the most like heartfelt touching moments in the entire series, I think. And it shows Darrow's um, you know, loyalty to his friends. Exactly. Even, he does even, not yeah. this whole book is about him learning to trust his friends and a lot of that he learns that he didn't do that in Golden Sun. That cost him his relationship with Roke. He ends up losing Roke. And so this is Darrow correcting that mistake, getting his friend back, bringing him back into the fold. He had already lost Tactus too. Like, so sweet. Wow. Drama. The drama. The drama. So there's a, I'm happy to see it, but there's definitely like Roke a lot on these pages which i'm here for you know and like you, you guys don't have to put this in the podcast or anything i just haven't talked to anyone else about red rising in a very long time do you think do you think roke would have came back no no i mean Never. I, I and there's like there's so many people like in discords and stuff are just like no. if darrow had just been fucking honest and like no if darrow would have been honest with lauren lauren would have fucking cut his heart out like yeah yeah you, you gotta you gotta take like and i, yeah. I am a huge you gotta be i careful. love like my love is literally like 
for like bad guys like Lysander, Bourne, and then like Roke. Yeah. But it's like like I fucking get it though. Like I, I I'm gonna be I forgot you were a sympathizer. <laughs> yeah, Roke, like Pierce has said it himself, like that Roke wouldn't come back. I mean, he hasn't no. bas- he hasn't gone out and said that, but he's basically said it when he's like Roke reacted in a way he like just wrapped himself in the cloth of society because yeah. he couldn't deal with the fact that this person that said he was his friend, you know, was different or whatever. So like Roke is a piece of shit. But let's let's sure. get back to it. Sure. <laughs> I'm here to to Crawl me contain in. the tide. So now Logan, it's your turn. Round two, Logan. Yep. Okay. Um I'm going with most impactful death, and I'm gonna say Roke off Fabia. Roke. That's a good one. Blah, blah. Uh, I'm gonna really I regret mean, that because it's pretty <laughs> epic in terms of as a whole, as a, a whole, whole, for sure. And you know, Darrow like begging him not to do it, but also being like, "I guess my heart I have has to hardened towards Rook the more I reread the series." <laughs> but like the first Which time well, I read these series, my, yeah, mine softens really more and more. Every, like it, no you love like bad guys, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I mean like we had a lot of compassion on our reread for Roke, like especially reading closely through all those moments, but still my heart has hardened for him just because that first time I read it, like I was really affected by his death. But the more I guess that I've read the series, the more I've just felt like this is always who Roke was. This person is going to do this. I mean, and I'm not gonna sit here and try to tell you guys like yo, like Roke would have came back from like the far side, Roke would have like, you know. Roke would have been, you know, an ally in the long run. It's just how it came about, you know. And yeah. and even when Darrow confronts him on the bridge, it's it's like, you know, Roke looks at his razor and he knows he he knows that he can't. There was a fucking walking tank at this point, you know. He's he's been to his trials. He's he he's been recarved by you know Mickey. He has been weightlifting with, with Victra. He's gone on all these missions and stuff. So like. Darrow is like Reaper squared, you know, Darrow's like, like Reaper 2.0. Mm-hmm. And so he knows, and like his thing was, you know, the space battles and the autonomy and like giving everyone things. But at the end of the day, it's just like that, that scene is just like so impactful as a whole. And it does, and honestly, it doesn't have anything to do with like Roke or with like Darrow. Just, it has to do with everything like across like the void as like, as, as the story as a whole. Because he's finally realizing, like, no, Roke would have never, ever came back. And I think Daryl realized that, too. Right. And I think I really think Daryl realized that when he chased after him after the cheesecake and the, and the tea. You know, when he, he chased after him, was like, when did I lose you? And he was like, well, when, when you got fucking Quinn killed. Yeah. So, like, even before this motherfucker knew yeah. that he was a red, he was still like, fuck, like, this guy's, like, too far gone. He's too out there. And not that I'm, like... Okay, I am sympathizing with Roke here, but <laughs> but like it's a very impactful death, you know. And and he I'm is gonna get so... your shirt that says sympathize. It has a huge effect on Darrow. It's like <laughs> what you're saying, like it has a huge impact on Darrow and the way that in he moves forward in story. Yeah, yeah being yeah. more honest I, with all of his friends. And not to like backtrack, but like just like we talked last year, you know, it, it it's a very important part where like Darrow slowly turns from being darrow to like being the fucking reaper and like and continue to be the reaper and you see that in the following two books you know that at that point when he 
when he fucking when he lets rope kill himself and he lets fucking Ilium fall after that it is it is war and armor and fucking yeah you know like it, 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 like it's at darrow 2.0 that, I, <laughs> I think Good the other dick. most impactful death is definitely trig so next person should you probably can't choose pick trig. <laughs> no, no, no 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 i'm just telling you you should choose trig and not the other one i'm looking at so it's my turn you get two picks i get two back to back so aaron uh pick for level two (laughs) i'm having a stroke um are we all round two uh i'm gonna follow in logan's footsteps and go with impactful death and um but i'm gonna do most impactful to me personally which is ragnar god damn it god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i mean never have i ever cried so hard every time i reread something every single time and okay this is funny <laughs> so ben and i just re re-listened ben listened for the first time and i texted ben and i was like um i put it off for two days but i just got through ragnar's death by going for a jog while i was listening so i was like jogging around my neighborhood and listening i was like can't cry while you're jogging and i like was tearing up and jogging and i was like can't cry while you're jogging <laughs> and then ben was like oh my god i mowed my lawn and i was crying and mowing I was listening my, to it just crying just my eyes mowing out. your lawn crying <laughs> It's it's crazy. It's it's, it's heavy. It's heavy. Sad. It's so sad. And just like how much he accepts it, dude. That is like oh, like Pierce is evil. I mean, the way he can like yes twist the knife over and over. (laughs) Yes. The fact that we have like Ragnar being like more okay with him dying than we are with him dying is just like that's too much. You know, I can't take that on my heart. Dude, I I almost like like, skipped past it. It's so hard. But also as a reader, that is that is well fucking done. That is that's just like well done. I mean, I don't think I don't want to be morbid, but I don't know that I've especially the first time cried that hard for real people dying. You don't see it coming. (laughs) Same here. (laughs) Respect, respect. (laughs) Fucking hate humans. My little Ragnar. I'm like, this is so much worse. I know. Yeah, and you don't really see it coming, especially the first time. Like, you just don't oh. expect that, that that's going to drop And leading, right leading up to it, too, you're like, what the fuck, Darrow? Well, no, like, plan. Leading, well, no, not only that, but, like, leading up to it, like, you kind of get it, though. Because, yeah. like, like, let's when, do like, this. When else can you? When else can you get fucking off? Like literally, in hindsight, Aja though, in fucking, hindsight, in hindsight, I'm like, no. It was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back, it's back a bad idea. Yeah. No, I, pretty, I totally pretty. get what you're saying, Logan. Though, no, like, yeah, my first read through, I was like, no, fucking get him, Let's fucking yeah. dude. When else? I totally bought into like the Mustang. Um, I totally bought into the Mustang, Ragnar, and Daryl conversation. Where like, like Daryl was like, yo, bro, like. You, you, you think this. you think you can fucking take her? And he's yeah. like, "Fuck yeah, bro! Let's fucking like bang." And I'm talking this like from like that, like you know, from like a, like a hoodrich point of view. But it's like, yeah, bro, I can fucking, I can. Yeah. And, and, but when else? You don't have legions. You don't have starcraft. Right. You don't have fucking you know star shells. You don't have anything like. If it was the time to take her, it was on the fucking ice. Right. But I'll just, I'll just slick though. <laughs> yep. God, and that's damn. why they, that's what you said. Like that's why it's so well written is because you're immediately on board with them and their plan at first. You're like, yes, let's do this. But then as soon as they start fighting, you're immediately yeah. 
so you, you, re- you realize, yeah, <laughs> yes, and like you realize how like, bad of a decision <laughs> it was. Take it, take it back. <laughs> exactly. Especially because like the way they pair off too, uh, like like if if Ragnar had taken on Cassius and Darrow taken on Aja, I've been like. Yeah, fucking serve Darrow up on a fucking summer fire. There's a lot more of the characters. But to take Ragnar, I was like, and the way she did it too, like stabbing through the fuck. It's like dirty. It's dirty as fuck. And then this the last thing I'll say is is like the quote, like, don't take too long. I'm not a good builder. It's just like I know. Oh, no, fuck just, yeah. just, just, <laughs> just, just like, another wow. twist. Just to that knife. Oh man, it destroys me every single time. Yes. Yeah. If man. you're not destroyed by that scene, then there's something wrong with you. You are definitely a monster. You're a psychopath. One hundred percent gonna lose that draft round. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't. I'm pretty sure I just built you up. <laughs> All right. So All right, what's round, round three? Three. Ding ding. Ding ding. Um. By the way, the most cinematic scenes amazing category also they're they're all so amazing yeah so i'm gonna pick one of the best ones but you can't pick the best one because they're all the best um so i'm gonna go with oh (laughs) i keep switching in my head no i'm gonna go with the opening scene darrow in the box and the rescue Mm -hmm. um you know darrow being all spindly and his toenails scratching and the way Holiday just like pops everyone, Holiday and Trey, yeah, and yeah. then they give him the snake bite. That is perfectly like movie esque. Oh, so yeah. movie esque. Yeah. And then, then you see the um the not is it EMP? What's the thing that yeah, kills the EMP. us? Yeah, the EMP. No, yeah, EMP. Yeah, and the the way they're shooting with like hi- historic guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the gunpowder guns. Yes. Yeah. And then, oh, but wait, then we're out on a landing dock. Trig gets speared. There's wind whipping everywhere. Darrow drags Victra and Holiday off the cliff. Right. And wait, then <laughs> yeah. we have Claudio. There's a fucking Claudio. <laughs> and the way that Darrow's like, um, like, listen, what's he say? Listen to the wind or Yeah. Like yeah. listen, Cassius. Ha yeah. ha. Yeah. Cause then he's also like, how could you know two sons and daughters of Orient know what the sound of a quadro sound like? Yeah. Right. And, and like he's like looking up to the sky where like you think it's kind of come from. It's like the fucking pulse field is up, and you're just like fuck, like you know, and like so and all of that, like. But then you could have like Uncle Gnarl like jump out and fucking yeah. all of a sudden rag like the, and obviously it's like the third movie in my oh and then Victor almost storyboard, gets impaled. My, <laughs> yes. How I'm gonna pitch it to Marvel? It's a whole, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A whole movie. This, Victor this, almost this, gets impaled in several stages. I mean, this is a perfect cold open for a movie. I'm not kidding. Or like, even talk about how they go and find Victor. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you, you yeah. could shorten yeah. up. You could shorten yeah. up a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Um, the whole thing's a movie. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like, all, you cold open, they fall off. Ragnar and Severo catch them, and then boom, Morningstar. <laughs> you know, like the title hits. But do you think you could skip over the box? No, you, I mean, I you think can. that's just how it starts. Like, you I think the box that, would be yeah. like the credits, like yeah. the, the rolling credits, not the rolling credits, but the opening of just like him talking to himself. Him and because there's so much fucking fans behind this shit now, like him reciting stuff in like Chinese, and then like another time, like him reciting stuff in you know, man, like like in fucking old American and all this other shit, and then just like cut to the fucking the 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 thing splitting open, 
Yeah. And also, it's bright white. It's bright fucking neon. And, and also, he looks <laughs> up and he sees Cassius with a fucking rug. Or I mean, a, a the blanket. whole thing, it's just momentum. Basically, what I we're saying I... is hire us to fucking make the movie. Well, Pierce hey, already I'm wrote a... the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we're just the describing... We're on the movie. <laughs> We're just describing the book. <laughs> we're pretty doing good. it so good. <laughs> what, it's pretty okay. good for fucking coming up with this love. So that, that, that is my round three pick one. I literally like, picture, like, I literally like looked at all of it in my head. I was like, oh, oh fuck yeah. yeah. This could be like fucking like, yeah. All right, uh, Logan. It's your round three pick two moment. All right, pick two. I round will... three pick one. <laughs> His, I don't know what I'm saying. His round three pick. Your third pick. Round, round three, three pick. pick. Yep. I'm gonna go with drama. 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 How do you guys say it? <laughs> well, because Gala Gala. <laughs> yeah. You say drama. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna keep <laughs> Gala Gala. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go drama. I'm gonna go speech on Phobos. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping you'd leave that for me. No, nope. <laughs> if, if Aaron got the fu- if Aaron got Ragnar's death, then I'm getting fucking focus. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I mean, what what else can you say there? I, and I just listened to that that um, I kind of like bounced around today, listening to these parts, and just like the fact that he has no sigils, the fact that he like he has everyone yeah, ride without, up, yeah, yeah, like like and and. I feel like that would lead back into also his conversation with the Jackal where like he pretends that like, um, I think like, like when they were doing the crime scene and they were looking for stuff and he like looks off screen, like he's like uneasy and shit, like, Oh fuck. Like they blocked everything. Knowing that Quicksilver is a son, like they're still on Phobos. Mm-hmm. Like we don't know that they're going to the Mars poles yet, but just like knowing, like knowing that Daryl knows what the fuck to do. And it's yeah. like rabble rouse and like there, there was a line that really caught me off guard too that I remembered from the first couple times I read it, but then like this time even more impactful was when he was like, even now, so far away and so far in the future, even watching the hollow of EO's death, he still flinches at the the rope, the the hemp, the rope snapping. Mm-hmm. You know, this man has come so this man has put hundreds of people in the ground this man has, yep. has been in star shells and in war and has like lived in a fucking box for nine months you know and and the fact that like he, he darrow of lycos like this fucking behemoth flinches at the fact that like this is what started fucking like this is what started all it's what like you yeah. know you go back it, it's it's i think i think it hits pretty hard in the right way when you read deep into it this uh, moment's also, I think, where Darrow, after the box, where he he first like becomes who he was, right. or a better version of who he was. Like he's he's coming back, he's coming back to the people and finding yeah. finding the purpose that he had lost while he was in the box. And for a guy that makes a lot of speeches, I think this is his best speech. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, no, like, no. It's it's like a re- it's like a repeat of the one. It's it's a it's a retelling of the one where he threatened to vent the ship basically as right. a gold. Now he's like doing just, that same speech, but as himself. Right. And and on a, a grander scale. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
with his peeps. All right, Ben. Pick <sighs> round three. Pick. <laughs> um, okay, so I feel like we're running out of action sequences pretty quickly. Yeah, because the cinematic and the action kind of cross-references quite a bit. So I'm going to take action sequence, and I'm going to do the kidnapping of Quicksilver. I like that. You like James Bond. I like that fight. I like the infiltration, and I especially like that that quick fight that they have where we've got Ragnar just like... In the conference room? <laughs> okay? Hearing the, the <laughs> Death Knight or whatever. <laughs> like <laughs> The conference room was made for fucking... Yeah. <laughs> hey, that could be a cinematic one, too. I like that whole... Oh, sure. For sure. It, literally, it literally just like... Yeah. That's a great one, yeah. And then from there, I'm going to jump to... Round four. Round four, and this is going to be cinematic. And I'm going to go with Darrow and Victra training montage. That's the one I wanted. Because you know that shit is going to be like Rocky. <laughs> yes. I want I hope they, a montage. I Yeah, just I'm just like... <laughs> and then on a side note, like Ragnar comes in yes. and fucking power cleans. Like Do you like the montages where like one fades out and then like it it fades in over top and it's like transparent you know where you can Simply like the see. Best. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes i want like the the fade out fade in yeah. scenes i want them lifting weights i want them running i if want I the like... tiger is not playing i'll be fucking pissed <laughs> yes, that's that to me i can see that in the cinema so i'm going cinematic scene darren victor training montage get their bodies like back it. and then they come out and they're like jack like, everybody's jacked. like let's go yeah I love it because I also love more Victra. So <laughs> I know we need to get some Victra in here. It'd also be a great moment for shirtless scenes for both of them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm yes. saying. Gratuitous, That's like, what... let's stare at some bodies. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm here for it. Should we do a, a quick recap after this round? Yes. And okay. this is round four this out of seven. Four, yeah. Okay. So, round four, do I go? It's you go. Logan's turn. Well, my turn. Oh, oh, because you just went twice in a row. I went twice in a row. Okay, yeah. okay, sorry. Because I went end of round three, yes, started yes. round four. So I'm getting confused. Logan. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, it. Logan, it's your turn. <laughs> so after looking at it I, for my twist, I'm gonna take. I mean, shit! I'm gonna take fucking Mustang and Daryl have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, that was a like. Twist. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm always like, when did she have the kid? I know, I know when, but right. like, it really snuck it was, up on me. <laughs> it was before the, the lion's reign, right? It was before you got put in the box. It was like it was during like, the box too. They like hooked up after the iron. When he was in the bed. This yeah. also, by the yeah. way, is like a one and done deal, right? Right. Yes. So it was like they, and then he went off to deal with the jackal stealing or kidnapping. Army, mm-hmm. and, and then uh, and then he he took her to Lycos. Yeah, and then they. So so she so she knew about the kid when she found out Daryl was a red. Maybe maybe, maybe. depends. On, I'm he not was sure also exactly in the box for was. a nice. Uh, he was my, in there for an exactly nine month period. Yeah, so that's all. Should been like, like, did, yeah. Does it then, say, does it it doesn't explicitly know. say how old Pax is? He's like when. About a year a, old, I think. Yeah, he's old enough to 
be like on I think uh, the grandma's timing hip. is he basically got her pregnant, yeah, but she doesn't I'm know really, about it. Yeah. When I don't think she knows about it when they go to Lycos because that seems to be pretty soon after he breaks, goes to the jackal and breaks out Harmony. I'm on. I'm on the DM fucking Pierce Brown right now. <laughs> I feel like that's a pretty big. When fun. was the baby? And she no, obviously that's... hid away with uh, the Telemannus. As soon as they in the asteroid belt, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. as soon as they break up, she's gone for that entire period until yes, he comes back. Right. Yeah. There's a baby. That is a huge twist, and that, I feel like know, that's the biggest tw- twist that we're just like. <laughs> we, we love a happy <laughs> ending. Also, it it's a double twist because I don't think that um, we knew that Mickey made Darrow's swimmers <laughs> viable. <laughs> okay, Aaron, calm down. That's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other day. We'll revisit that. Uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to beat Ben at football right now. Double twist. <laughs> Double twist. That okay. is pretty wild. So let's re... No, me you round four. One okay. more pick, yep. So for my pick, I'm going to go with comedy. And of course, I'm going to pick Severo shitting his pants after he gets the snake bite. <laughs> and everyone being like-, like, what's that smell? And then he makes a face, and they're like, ew, are you doing it again? <laughs> He's like, no, I'm I, having a I fucking like, heart attack. I feel like that's such, like, an under... Like, no one, like, no one talks about several shitting his pants enough. <laughs> like, I agree. I like, we need to talk like about that a, more. I feel like that was a very, like... That was so well done, and we're just like, oh, yeah, oh, fucking, yeah. like... But there's so much other shit going on at the same time, too, though. Especially right. after that huge adrenaline blast of that last fight and then like the come down they're like up getting ready yeah. to go out and they're standing there like kind of Daryl's like bleeding everywhere he doesn't have a hand <laughs> so before round number five let's review where we're at uh let's start with logan's picks what so, are your four picks logan so you have drama the speech on phobos you have twist uh, Mustang and Darrow have a baby. You yes. have uh, most impactful death, Roke, because you're a sympathizer, mm-hmm. and you have <laughs> most cinematic that. is the Battle of Ilium. And that was four, right? Yes. Okay, that's a pretty good foursome. Right that's there. a good. <laughs> I'm both. I'm like voting... any foursome sounds like a good foursome to me. <laughs> That's a good point. How are you not? How are you not uh, gonna let me set that up? Come on. Oh man! And you got on me about the spermies. Spermies <laughs> okay. are a weird culture of people. <laughs> so Ben, you have um, action, kidnapping, quick. You have drama, Daryl and Cassius drinking whiskey. Wow. You have twist. So uh, Cassius not betrayal. Severo's alive, and you have most cinematic Daryl and Victra training montage. Okay. And then I have comedy Severo shitting his pants, of course. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, mm-hmm. Drama Severo hangs himself and saves Cassius. Oh, these are really good, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I have most cinematic opening scene with Darrow in the box and his rescue. And then Damn, most Rag's death. most impactful Dang. death, Ragnar oh. Valaris. Okay. Damn, Aaron. Aaron's <laughs> got a fucking. I'm sneaky. Damn. 
I got to pick it up here, these last three rounds. Yeah, I know. Yeah, same here. <laughs> okay, let's start. Round number five. Round five was you, right? Because you had the last pick of round four. Oops. Round number five is me. I'm totally ready for God this. Ooh, ooh, I got it. Okay, round number five. I'm going with action, and I'm doing the flight to the ice where they get shot down and then they crash through the ice, and then there's sea monsters. <laughs> and um, there's sea monsters. Darrow gets out of the ice. Mm-hmm. Holiday's there. Then Mustang goes back for Ragnar. She saves him. She saves him. She's got a, a, a suction cup beastie stacked to her back. Yeah. Also, we get like Ragnar firing a bazooka out the back of a spaceship. Well, then him talking about it. The, the best part is them talking about it. They're like, "Wait, you you hit them yeah. while we were going down with a, a over the shoulder." Yeah, and he's like laughing about gun. it. He's like, "Hell yeah, I did!" He's like, "Fuck yeah, bro!" <laughs> Dude, that's like like when fucking Severo's on Gorgon Island. And he does like the fucking like yeah. Iron Man walk away from the scene where he, like he jumps up with the mini nuke. It's just like fucking like fuck y'all. Like, yes. That was a good. Kind of love these books. It's a great action sequence. Mm-hmm. Good one. Okay, and then so that was your first pick of round five. Yes. Okay, so it's Logan's turn. Round five. I'm going round five action. Okay. Fuck oh, man, I'm torn. Dragon's Maw. Just like 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 yeah. as as like a whole. Yeah. And okay, so them getting in there, um, and, before and Cassius like, reveals himself, the the. So I'm, I'm, t- I'm talking. The like, twist is like separate from the Dragon's Maw sequence in my. Well, the action is that yeah. mostly focused on them, uh, them fighting. Yeah. So that would be like the razor fight, right? That's what the you're razor doing. fight, yeah, and then also Daryl getting his hand cut off, yeah, okay. Oh, like and before that, 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 yeah, and that scene of like, because in all of our minds, like we didn't know that fucking everyone was like on board, and like Cassius having to like fucking like cut his hand off, being yeah. like being in on it. It seems pretty time, like, uh, bad at the time. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm all about the bad. No, but but the drag and like killing Abaja. Opening up and then, but then also like leaving the dragon's maw, and then like as they like walk through the corridors and stuff, like people like taking pot shots and shit, and just like as they build more people behind them, they're like killing more people, and they, they finally get to that. And like I look at that as like one of those ancient like Greek paintings where like all of them are like fucking like up in the stands and they're all yelling and they're screaming. <laughs> she's and all of a sudden, got like, Octavia's head, dude. Just like fucking, she's just like there's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking. And like Lysander says, it's like it's two symbols of power. It's like the head of Octavia right. and then the fucking um Don Scepter. The, 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 the scepter yeah. the Don Scepter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great so I'll, take, I'll, I'll take I'll take Dragon's Walk. That's a good pick. Um okay. What are you gonna do, Ben? You gotta go twice. I'm gonna go comedy and I'm gonna go Ragnar stealing Severo's peanut bar, throwing him down the hallway. Damn, what are you doing? Was... <laughs> I'm a terrorist warlord. <laughs> and then uh Daryl can hear him like chewing above his head. Yeah. I love that scene. Um uh, it's a great laugh. The gang's back together. 
we really get it's the game three ball stages. Yes, yeah, so we get the bros like broing out for the first time in a while. Bros broing. <laughs> uh, I swear to God, I hope there's an offset book <laughs> or like an offset show where it shows like Ragnar Severo's adventures. Yeah. While Daryl's in the box. That nine months, yeah. God. That would be perfect. <laughs> um, okay, so that's my comedy scene. And then I'm going to go wild card next. Wow. Ooh. And Ooh. I'm going to take uh, the Darrow Mustang meeting with Roke and Romulus. Because oh, for drama? For From the drama category. I'm going to use this for my wild card. Okay. Because... I absolutely. You didn't want to take Darren Mustang's conversation with the Moon Lords in, <laughs> in the cinematic scenes. That's also a good. I already, one. I already have my cinematic scene, so I'm taking it on my wild card. They're, they're built off the same one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. With the the that's that whole sequence where it'd be such a like, good scene though. It'd be such <laughs> a good. <Yeah. laughs> this is my wild card. So the reason I'm picking this is one because I fucking love romulus just dressing roke down when he gets pissed <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> i love that part and then i love roke's response to romulus fucking dressing him down roke comes back with some fucking heat and it is just such a great scene of dialogue i love both of those speeches i love the setup of darrow and mustang how they just like walk Roke right into their trap. They take yeah. Romulus for the ride and then how pissed Romulus gets at Roke and how he just tells him to fuck off basically. And then Roke's like, you done did it. And <laughs> uh and then he has to speak some poetry. Yeah, I'm gonna burn your house down basically. I love that part. <laughs> I absolutely he love throws that scene. down. <laughs> no, that's definitely a scene that I mean that's and what makes it even better is like there was like, um, what do you say? Oh, I, I like, I never knew why Roke was part of like House Mars. I didn't, I, but now the poet shows yeah, his fury, and, and yeah. he's like, he's like, fuck, man, and it's that shit's solid as fuck. Yeah, when that he tells so Romulus, like, I'm gonna kill all of you, I'm gonna burn I'm gonna your you. fucking house down, I'm gonna kill your entire family. <laughs> like, <laughs> how'd you kids? <laughs> It's over for you. Because Rogue come for that ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, round six. Round six. Ding, ding. Round six. And that was my first pick of round six. So now it's That's Logan. Ding, ding. Yes. So what do, we, what do we got left? You have wild you have card. You have comedy. And comedy. And wild card. Yeah. God damn it. And wild card can be anything. Wild card can be From any, any of the categories. Thing. And it can be any moment from a book at all. So. Doesn't have if to be on you. Yeah, that's not on our list. I'm gonna save my wild card. I'm gonna say comedy. I'm comedy. gonna say several waking up in the dragon's maw and being. <laughs> <laughs> and just like oh coming god. to life and being like fucking like, oh my god, you don't have a hand. Oh my god, like, fucking Cassius is cool. Oh my god, like. Octavia's bleeding from her fucking navel to her fucking throat. Like, could you imagine waking up in that shit? <laughs> to too much. It'd be too I much. I mean, kind of. I would love to wake up in that shit. I'm for that. And like, Severo's the only person who that could have been because he's just so was, ridiculous and funny. His comedy in that moment was amazing. And well, the way I, he like explodes I, up out of the off the ground. 
Well, and the comedy that pulls me into that above anything else is when he double stabs Aja in the fucking chest. Yeah. And he's hanging. That's like gruesome comedy. <laughs> but yeah, you guys already know me. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like kisses her on the nose and he like pulls him out. <laughs> well, no, she, she falls to her knees and then his feet get set back on the ground because yeah. yeah. she's so tall. <laughs> he's like floating. Even better. Because <laughs> like he stabs her in the chest and he's yeah. like, it's amazing and then so we, but then like he's like night night aja yeah fucking he cuts off her head right yep yep yeah, yeah. and then yeah and then octavia lets out a groan oh, wow. octavia <laughs> Is that okay you? number six my turn mm-hmm and all I have left is twist or wild card. So I'm going to go with twist. And Logan, you almost chose this one. I'm going to take it. It's when um, uh, Roke's pink opens up the door during the Battle of Ilium. Because in that moment, we think everyone's fucked. Everyone's going to so die. Fucked. We're preparing for like another hallway battle with like everybody yeah. and they're still trying to cut through this steel door yeah and they're, they're trying to, yeah behind their backs the door just slides open and she's shaking and nervous but she's like fuck roke yeah like i'm here for the rising even you or <laughs> yeah, even <bitch>. you <laughs> she's like yes she's i'm like, literally uh, your slave i'm a slave <laughs> bro of course she, she fucking pulls I mean, off her tongue, she fucking throws it on the ground it, it it makes it makes Roke just seem so uh like out of touch. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. he he has no idea that this uh pink doesn't share he can't comprehend it. The affection that he has for her yeah. as her lover. So that betrayal because that's and her that fucking twist, job. Right. right. <laughs> um yeah, she's a sex slave. Rogue? None of, she's none not of your girlfriend. She's a sex worker. She's a sex worker. We respect those right. right? Well, in this book, she is a slave. But That's she um uh the twist is is like, you know, us all thinking that fucks like holiday or someone's about to die in this in this hallway battle. And then nope, we just walk right in, shut the door. They can't get in. I love TJ's well, holiday voice, by the way. I don't oh, know yeah. why, but like Holiday has some great dialogue in this. Well, it's moment. the American accent. Yeah, and he does like the <laughs> holiday American accent. I just like, dude, it's great. I have such a fucking rocket <laughs> in my pocket. The fact that you finally listen to the fucking <laughs> audiobooks. Because yeah, shit... welcome, welcome to the team, Ben. It, you can't well, go back. I, really. I'm also, I'm also like, no, no, I I reread all the books this last year, but like the. The audiobooks definitely gives a, like a def- different like insight yeah. into like the world, you know. And it, it I think, I think it helps. Like, I think it helps in like the later two books, but the first three books is just like it's so spot on. It's so dialed in. Like, yeah. he just fucking nails like 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 Holiday's accent, like yeah. like Victra's like snide comments and shit, like right. how like you know Severo's like fucking like just literally on the verge of making a dick joke every 15 minutes like <laughs> like he just he just dialed, like he's just he's so about it like it's so fucking he's the good goat. for sure should we start round seven last round 
Last round. Ding, Last ding. Round. So uh, Logan and I have wild cards left. And then, Ben, you need to pick an impactful death. Right. And. Damn. It's my turn. Yeah. Yeah. I love going first. <laughs> <laughs> Prime stuff. Okay. Yep. It's my turn. I'm going to do wild card, obviously. And uh, I'm going to go with most cinematic Ragnar and Darrow's conversation over Tina. <laughs> God fucking damn it. Because this is where we see like their legs dangling off the side them having this uh, really intimate heart to heart moment. And you just seeing what Tinos is right. Like this is when we get really the grand tour. Darrow is seeing um, the squalor that his people are living in. And I mean, Think about that shot. It's a cave, but then it's like a bigger cave. Right. Yeah, it's like a city. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, 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 you get me. You feel me? Good wild card choice. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, Logan. Last turn. Wild card. Uh, fuck. Um. Wild card. I'm gonna. I'm gonna revisit most impactful death. Mm. And I'm going to say Octavia Alun. It was impactful. <laughs> it was huge. It was also pretty gruesome. It is the, it is, it is the hugest <laughs> death in Red Rising, if you look at Politically, it. Politically, sure. <laughs> no, but I, I honestly think if this is like my last like gusto. And, like, oh, wait, like, wait. Have, like, a... Are you picking this because it creates Lysander for... <laughs> like? You you love Lysander. No, that's that's not why. But now now I do. Yeah, now I do because of that. No, but I think obviously with everything done, every, and, and like at the end of the day, like everything said and done, all the bullshit pushed to the side and stuff. Like Octavia's death is like what sets off the next recourse of like literally everything else. So, like, for a draft and for, like, picking the best moments and the best thing, like, trying to be, like, strategic and stuff, like, I'm going to pick the most impactful death is for sure Octavia Alun because after that, it releases Lysander into the wild. See? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Read two books in. Read two more books, bro. Fucking get in that shit, all right? Because if Octavia hadn't died, he'd still be fucking... You know, running rocks up fucking stairs and shit with pigeons. <laughs> oh no, yeah, he, he'd be yes. a, he'd be a new terrorist, and that and like that's that's the thing that we don't really see enough about Lysander. Like, if Lysander would have stayed in his station, and Octavia had never died. <laughs> this is actually like remember last time when you were like this is like a this is like a Lysander sympathizer fucking rehab no it's reverse <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you guys why now Lysander is the best character of the entire book uh, I mean no I see why you like him but let him go let him go <laughs> let him yeah he's just doing the damn thing no but I, I like in the biggest span of like in in the broad span of things like in like the whole book series like I think Octav- Octavia dying really sets everything up for the next two books. And so that's why that's the most impactful death of course, in yeah. Morningstar. Because she dies, Mustang fucking rolls into the fucking... Do you know, the, do you know what, what it does? It changes everything. the paradigm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
I saw that like coming and I couldn't do anything. Slow motion. Like, Car crash. <laughs> I was like, oh, like, fuck. like I couldn't come up with a like a rebuttal. Like I couldn't come in to like cut her off. I was like, fuck. No, but like Octavia Alden, I think is the most impactful death of the entire series. Because that sets you up for where we are now. It sets you up for Atlas. It sets you up for fucking Ajax. It, the way out. No. Okay, Ben. Yeah. Round seven. Last pick. Most impactful. You would think that I'm going to pick the Jackal, right? I don't but, know what you're going to pick. <laughs> I don't know. That... But here's the thing. He comes back. He comes back. So. That's shit. That's real shit. As, I, as a little wee baby child. <laughs> I'm going to make my case here for most impactful death being Trig T. Nakamura. Wow. Ooh. I'm pretty sure Logan was joking when he said this that. This creates the fucking freelancer himself, Ephraim. Ephraim. Yeah. Who's one of our all-time favorite characters here at HowlerPod. You know, Ephraim wouldn't be the dark cloud that we love <laughs> exactly. without his fiance dying. There's no sad boy unless Trig gets skewered and thrown off a cliff. Yeah. I mean... They got his body back, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't it got so. split. I think so. There's like and then they conflicting built a statue. information on that where it's... I think at one point it does say they the do and then another point where... That like Ephraim's like no, they never recovered her body because I just listened to that part in Dark Age where they go see his statue. Uh-huh. Irrelevant. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure he's still out there on the cliff. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag <take> forever. <laughs> but but the reason I'm picking this as most impactful is because it creates Ephraim, and without Ephraim, like I'm not sure I can oh, make it through oh. Iron Golden Dark Age. <laughs> no, but it, but without Ephraim, you don't set up everything else. In- exactly. And Dark Age. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Iron Gold. Yeah. (laughs) We don't have the start of Iron Gold with. We don't um, have the kidnapping. We don't have Felipe. Yeah. No Felipe. Because only so many people that could pull off. And Lyria is just annoying without Ephraim. Yeah. And then, yeah, we wouldn't even like Lyria. Lyria should just drown in the fucking. So that's my case. (laughs) That's my case. I fucking hate Lyria so much. (laughs) I like her once she is Figmentum. Obviously, yeah, it makes Figmentum S. Superpowers. Okay, so let's go. Pigmentum. Let's recap everybody's uh, teams here, real quick. Okay, you go, Ben. Okay, for comedy, I have the uh, Ragnar eating Severus peanut bar. I'm a terrorist warlord. Uh, action sequence, kidnapping Quicksilver. Drama, I have. We have two: Darrow and Mustang. I have Darrow and Cassius drinking whiskey together. And then my wild card is Darrow and Mustang meeting with Broken Romulus. And then for twist, I have Cassius betrayed us. Not Severus alive. <laughs> Cassius is amazing. And he's a hero. Uh, most impactful death, Trick T Nakamura. And most cinematic sequence, Darrow and Victra training montage. Get their bodies back. Let's go. It's an okay list. Wow. That's it's rude. Not, definitely not the best. That's rude. It's probably third. We'll see what the howlers have to say about that. Probably third place. Okay, Logan, do you want to read yours off? <laughs> she said third place. <laughs> Seven. Hey, third is still good. You get a medal. <laughs> it's, still, it's still bronze. 
metal. Think back to wrestling days. So Logan's picks are comedy, several waking up in the dragon's maw. Fuck. You have yep. That. Uh, action, the dragon's maw. Wow. <laughs> the duel, I just really like the, the razor the battle. The duel. Uh, yeah. You know, everyone fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, for drama, Phobos. we have Darrow's speech on Phobos. We are the tide and we are rising. Mm-hmm. For twist, we have Mustang and Darrow have a child. Wow. I think that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Most impactful death, Roke. And Octavia. Wild card. Octavia. Oh, wild card. Octavia, most impactful death. And most cinematic is the Battle of Ilium. Damn, that's a fucking good list. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't fuck with me on the Ilium shit. It's okay. Like, it's probably can't. like silver. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, hate you. I think it's definitely better than yours, but I don't I don't think it's better than mine. <laughs> I need you guys you to vote to- for me. <laughs> Don't give Ben a, a pity vote either. Don't don't give Ben any pity votes. I'm just really hard on this shit. Okay. We are iron golds here. We don't give pity votes. Okay. Not for pixies. So Aaron's list is comedy. Severo shedding his pants. Action is flight to the ice. Get some uh, water beasties. We got drama. Severo hangs himself and saves Cassius twist we have the pink lets the rising onto the bridge of the colossus most impactful death ragnar mm. oh wow that's a Born big one for our homie dude i, I i'm 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 literally <laughs> gonna just like give up the win to you, <laughs> you can't beat with uh most cinematic i have the opening scene darrow in a box and the rescue and then wild card is also most cinematic ragnar and darrow's convo over tinos Right, that's a good right. One. Wow. That's a that's right? a good one. Fuck, man. You sh- see, and Ben, I'll, I'll ben just people... conceded the win to me. <laughs> and what I hope people listen too, because like the way you break it down, I mean, I feel like, like if it was a cinematic scene, like the the legs hanging over, yeah. like the that that could be a really like the way you, you would see, do it. You see Ragnar's big <laughs> obsidian <laughs> feet. <laughs> And then Daryl's, but like they're sitting there talking, it's super big, dark. And like you, big. you can kind of hear like the screams coming up from like Tinos and stuff, and like how he like compares, like, yeah, like, hey, thanks for uh, giving me more ammo to win. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, like, fucking like, <laughs> I'm the best Red Rising fan yeah. I can be. All right. So those were our lists. You can go to at HowlerPod on Instagram. We will have our list up there in the story with a poll where you can vote for your winner. Who captured the essence of Morningstar the best? Obviously, it was me. You know what it's time for? (laughs) What are we into this week? All right, Aaron, what are you into this week? I've been watching Squid Game. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. And first of all, Ben knows I will not go see a scary movie but this this isn't scary it's like it's like ridiculous killing it's and it, i love it, it. i'm it's here like, for it it's horror in a way because it's like gruesome but it's also like so out there that it you know won't give you nightmares or i i i won't speak for everyone else it's just horror about capitalism <laughs> yeah but it's a a korean show and so um you do have to read the subtitles or get the dub version. I don't like dubbed 
versions though. So Read I've been subtitles. reading the subtitles. I'd use the anime experience to like not worry about <laughs> Yeah. Just read, just read the subtitles. Um, so yeah, it's about people who need money basically. And they go on a game show and it is not what they think. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of blood and killing and don't watch it with children under the age of 18. <laughs> <laughs> 17 is the legal thing. Okay, 17. All right, Logan, what are you into this week? This week, I'm actually into a lot of Star Wars stuff. Ooh, Ben will like that. So I just recently bought um, the Darth Plagueis book. Oh, nice. Um, And I'm reading through that and like Darth Plagueis the Wise. Yeah. Highly recommend it. It sets a lot up for... um, the Phantom Menace, and then also in like the Clone Wars with Steve Dias and with like Count Dooku. It gives a lot more backstory to um, like those like super like minor but important characters. So read it. That Legends it. content. That's what I'm talking you about. Is this that canon? Well, like, <laughs> well it, it's a weird time now because like yeah. stuff is like canon and stuff's not canon. And I just know I'm supposed to ask that. I don't actually. <laughs> I mean, I care, I but I don't, like, really care. <laughs> I know, I know. It's really, like my wife. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's Obi-Wan great. Kenobi, right? There's a story. That's like, if there's like, a movie, I'll watch it. They, they gave the kid to the fucking Luke Skywalker, right? I was like, yes, kind of. <laughs> oh, hey, Ben. What are you into? Ben, what are you into this week? <laughs> Thanks, guys. I've been really, really curious. <laughs> so uh, I saved this for... Your episode, actually. Uh, Shut the fuck up. I've been watching Vision, Star Wars Visions. Have you watched this yet? Fuck yeah, I watched this. <laughs> <laughs> it's Star Wars anime, and you bet your ass it's Star Wars anime. It's man. it's fucking <laughs> awesome. I have. It's had so a good. Time. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> so I, check it out on Disney I, Plus. <laughs> yeah, it's like little vignettes. They're like fifteen minute anime vignettes uh of star wars stories made by the top japanese anime studios and all made in like their individual style telling different stories they're not canon but uh they're great but but they're like they're out there stories so it's like it's it's everything across the board yes and it's so so good i will say my favorite one is probably the first one ronin i mean it's just so fucking dope it's it, it yeah it's, it's, it's too good it's <laughs> yeah. too good i've never, I've never watched it like, like yeah. two times it's <laughs> like, like classic it's samurai good. stuff it's just really good really great but with yes and a like awesome sith fucking lightsaber in that oh my god that umbrella lightsaber wow yes yeah, yeah <laughs> sounds pretty <Yeah>. cool <laughs> so <laughs> I know all I do is talk about Star Wars on this show, so I'll also throw in, I've been listening to a band called the Buena Vista Social Club. I went to New Mexico recently with my girlfriend, and we stayed at an Airbnb, and they had a great sound system, but they only had a CD player, and then they only (laughs) had like 25 jazz CDs, and the Buena Vista Social Club was one of those CDs. I popped it on, ended up stealing it from the Airbnb. That's how good it was. You stole it? (laughs) Yes, you can't confess to stealing online. Ben, you should you should put you should put that out in the internet. Where they I already gave me a good review, so it's fine. Okay, it's locked. Hopefully, out. they don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> it's fine. Don't tell them. They're gonna go in there and be like, "Oh my god, honey, that was our special CD." I bought a CD and left it there, though. Okay, I, yeah. I exchanged it. Well, that's okay. Yeah. 
Did you leave them a copy of Red Rising, though? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, we should do that. We should do that. Every time we, we should go all do that. Airbnb. I, I didn't do that. They had a good library there, too. Hey, Ben, what's coming up next on HowlerPod? Okay, so our next episode is going to be the Iron Gold book draft with Thomas Boomhauer of Heike Obsessed. Hell yeah. And he We're actually, super psyched. He actually helped me a little bit with the format for the book draft. So um super psyched to do the Iron Gold book draft with Thomas. Aaron, take it away. Don't forget to vote on today's book draft on our Instagram. There'll be a poll in the story mm-hmm. that you can vote and vote for me. And <laughs> then um also, don't forget, we are still doing HowlerPod Idol. If you have a parody song, send it in and um, also become a superstar. Wear a costume and fucking record yourself. <laughs> it won't be weird. It'll be cool. We are going to make the greatest video of all time of Red Rising parody songs of all time. The only and the best. <laughs> That's why it's the best. Okay, and thanks again to our special guest, Logan, a.k.a. Zef underscore Hawaiian on Instagram. Hey. Eat his food, Zef barbecue. Eat his meat. Eat my meat. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Hell yeah. Okay, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Etsy. Email us, howlerpod at gmail.com. Visit us at howlerpod.com and rate and review us five stars only. If you don't give us five stars only, then you can't ever have Logan's beats. <laughs> we'll never ever. ever. You'll you be Logan banned. <laughs> You'll be banned from Logan's meats, and that would be a sad day. <laughs> All sad day. All right. Thanks, Howlers. Omnisphere lupus. Hail Loon. <laughs>